You're listening to the Anything and Everything Drew Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Anything and Everything Drew. Let's welcome Tyler, who's joining me today. Yo, what's up everybody? e 3 is upon us. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be doing our rankings and stuff, and so, you know, stay tuned. E3, everybody, we've all been waiting for E3. All those gamers out there have been, oh, this is this weekend, pivotal, am I right? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, this is like a gamer's Christmas, pretty much. I mean, if you're a gamer, and you know what, it actually is Christmas, because during this time, a lot of games go on sale, a lot of consoles go on sale. It's like a gamer's buffet, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, you know, let's just get right in. All right. I'll let my boy Andrew go first. What's up, everybody? All right, so E3. I, th- I think everyone who knows me knows the one I am waiting very patiently for. So if we're going to rank these, I guess I will go with my top three on based of excitement. And this is just personal excitement. I'm not doing specs, money. I'm not getting all scientific with it, but my number one is Bethesda. And we'll get into that, but Bethesda is my number one. I'm anxious to see their comeback from last year's, what I would call a very mundane E3 last year. Other than, what, what did we get last year from Bethesda? Dishonored 2, Wolfenstein 2, and Evil Within 2. A lot of twos going on there. Oh, this card game that I was like, really? I'm surprised I didn't just give it up, but okay. Sorry if my microphone got a little loud there, but... I just had to do a fine tuning on that, on the spot. So yes, Bethesda, my number one. Um, I'm anxious for Fallout 76. Yes, I'm a Fallout fanatic. So when I when they snippet that little teaser, which is causing all sorts of commotion among the Fallout fanatics, yo, know, you better believe I'm optimistic. But I'm trying to hold my excitement because even if it is multiplayer. I'm okay with it, like if it's like a co-op setting, because I think that'd be kind of cool to go through the, one, the earliest wasteland in the Fallout series. To explore that with somebody would be pretty cool, because it's, what, 65 years from Fallout 3 time? So this is really the first look of what the wasteland, or I don't know if they actually call it the wasteland in this game, but outside the vault after the bombs. So that'll be interesting to see. My number two, let's get into that. Back to Bethesda. Oh, except for I just read that Bethesda is teasing a Doom 2. Really? At the same time as um, Rage 2? Well, I mean, they did say that at this year's conference they were going to have the most games they've ever had at a conference. At least because they've been only doing a conference for like two years. Uh, maybe three. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm missing a year. But... 
in my mind, it's been two years since they started doing a conference. And uh, the year before the one from last year, we got Fallout 4. We got, uh, I believe that was where they announced Dishonored 2. Uh, but I... More. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I'm thinking, like, if they're saying that they have the most games this year, you know, they got to bring the A game. You know, they're going to be, you're definitely going to see Fallout. Like, you're definitely going to see gameplay. You're going to get details. You're going to see a lot of Rage Part 2, as I'm calling it. Hate Rage 2. Part 2 sounds more classier to me. <laughs> Rage Part Two, everybody. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, Bethesda looks pretty good this year. I'm very, very excited. Bethesda, don't let me down. I'm there with you. I'm even taking off work early just to see yours because it's like the only one I'm gonna be able to see. All right, my number two, Microsoft. Only because I'm an Xbox One X owner, and I'm really kind of serious as how many more enhanced games they're going to bring out. I want to see if they've stepped up their, I don't know, step up the game. Let's see. I'm just now getting into Destiny, so we'll see how that is. That's a bungee thing. I can already tell you how Destiny 2 is because I've played the game on my PS4. I actually owned the game for a little while. I can already tell you how it is. The story in it is very good. Not gonna spoil it, but I am going to tell you that uh, the end game content is lacking. So you better get those expansion passes or, or you're gonna be incredibly bored. Okay. Good to know. What if they bring back another Halo? Remember what we said, more Halo? Anybody, more Halo? Hmm. Some people seem to think that if Halo does show up on this stage this year, it could be a direct Halo 6, or it could be a complete redesign, or it could be like a side game again, like ODST, or like Reach, or uh, uh, Halo Wars, even though, nah, Halo Wars is out of the question. They already released Halo Wars 2 last year, and we all know how that turned out. Bombed incredibly. Just saying, guys. <laughs> no offense, guys, but <laughs> it, it did do great. But uh, I think the, the reason I would want to tune into that conference the most is to see what surprises they have up their sleeve. You know, some people have been speculating that Rocksteady, the people behind the, the Batman Arkham games, could be premiering their new game there, which some people are claiming is Superman. If they released a new Superman game, if they announced one on Xbox's stage, I would lose my shit. It's like, it, it, please, let's redeem the debacle that was Superman 64. Rings, guys. Okay, flying through rings. That's what that game is. We need, like, a good Superman story in video games. Yeah, yeah, we need something, guys. <laughs> Come on, man. Stop giving us the flashback of rings, guys. All right. Well, yeah. We'll see. So that's my number two, Microsoft. Number three is a toughie. I, I like watching competition between Microsoft, Sony, 
But now Nintendo's kind of like sneaking in here with the Switch stuff. So I, I think I think it's kind of a tie between Sony and Nintendo, but I'll give Nintendo third place. Only because it's kind of the wild card here. Because Nintendo is sneaking back into this watch what we do with a console. You have to plug in a TV. We don't. Take console with you wherever you go. Now I'm seeing like a, there's this new Asus put out a ROG gaming phone, which is, looks insane. And so that's interesting. I just saw that today, as a matter of fact. And I was like, wow, a handheld PC gaming computer, like Republic of Gamers handheld with a little plug-in fan for the back of it to keep it cool. Yeah, it's, I was like, that's cool. And I'm also like, that's weird. But that's where we're heading these days. But... Yeah, I'm curious to see, like, games for exclusives that are still going to be with Sony because, you know, Sony hands down gets the exclusive battle, and they won that, hands down. But Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Because here's what's going on with Sony. They have already announced their plans, pretty much, which is they're going to talk about four exclusives. Those games are Last of Us Part Two, Death Stranding, Spider-Man, and... Uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which is the new game from the infamous guy, uh, I believe Sucker Punch is the company. Um, and that looks pretty. And then they said that they'll have exciting surprise third-party announcements. But for now, on the exclusive front, uh, it doesn't really look like we're going to get surprises there. We're going to get info on games that have already been announced. Sony, you are so sneaky. I like it thing, guys. In, in lieu of a pre-show this year, because every year before their conference they do a pre-show, oh no, the pre-show is starting tomorrow. We're getting announcements of games tomorrow on the way up until E3, and uh, two of them, one of them is a regular game, but it has VR support. Another one is a straight-up PlayStation VR game. Another game is a straight-up PlayStation 4 standard game, and uh, I, I think I think there might be another VR game in there, but it's going to be four games over the course of the rest of the week, and um, yeah, it starts tomorrow. So you know, if you're so, yeah, if you're waiting for a pre-show, ain't going to happen, guys. Pre-show? That's more like we're partying all week and we're bringing it. All right, and then my th Nintendo wild card. When they first came out, they were scarce, hard to get. Now they're becoming, they're becoming more available. And I'm curious, you know, obviously we all got the Pokemon League and confirmation. All right, Nintendo, let's see what you got. I'm gonna pass it on to my boy Tyler, and he can go over his top three. Hey, everybody! All right, let's talk top three most excited E3 conferences. This one's a doozy this year. This one, is, this one I'm probably going to have a hard time doing, but you know what? I'm just going to roll with it. All right, number one. Uh, I got to give it to Nintendo. Reason why I give it to Nintendo. They need... It, it, I, I, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. New Star Fox game was potentially leaked. Which, if it's better than Star Fox Zero, or, yeah, if it's better than Star Fox Zero on the Wii U, I'll be more than happy. Um, it, it, yeah, they say that it's going to be a racing game. 
Yeah, it's going to be a Star Fox racing game, potentially. You know what? I think that's a cool idea because, you know, it means that you're doing more with Star Fox than just doing the same old, same old. Uh, Mario Kart 8 came out for the system, and I think they're putting all their cards into Super Smash Brothers, the new Super Smash Brothers game. You're going to hear a lot about that at this year's conference. Actually, let's preface this with it's not even a conference. It's more like a Nintendo Direct, but they bill it as a conference. So we're all going to be watching that Nintendo Direct with baited eye. And then Metroid Prime 4, you know, we want that. But give it to me now, you know. Come on, I want to play. Come on now, dude. It, the last Metroid game that I played was Metroid Prime 3 Corruption. You want to know why? Because Metroid Other M sucked and Metroid Prime Federation Forces worse. And that's a DS game, guys, you know. It, yeah, yeah. And, it, it, oh, dude, you don't even want to know, like, the blowback b behind that game. Like, nobody, I don't think I've heard a single person say that they like that game. If somebody did like that game, message in or something, you know, I'd love to hear it. But, you know, a lot of the comments on that game have not been nice. But, um, yeah, that's my number one. Uh, uh, two, you know what? I'm going to pick a wild card here. Square Enix. That's right. Andrew, you're probably wondering, why is Tyler picking Square Enix? What is he doing? Is he being an idiot? Why didn't he choose Bethesda or Microsoft? I will tell you why I'm choosing Square. Kingdom Hearts 3. Another game in the mainline saga that people have been waiting for since the PS3 generation, including yours truly, and, uh, yeah, and, dude, if you watch some of those trailers, man, like, they, like, there's a Toy Story world. Dude, it looks like they just ripped the Toy Story movie out and put it into the game. Like, it looks incredible. And, and well, there are some rumors saying that Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics' Avengers game might get showcased here. Uh, it, it, did you not know about this? Oh, yeah, dude, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's through Marvel Games, which is also doing, you know, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man game. And, yeah, it's supposed to be an Avengers project. Yeah, man, getting excited, right? <laughs> but, and, uh, you know, yeah, I think Square Enix looks pretty good right now. Especially if they announce, like, another Just Cause game. I mean, I think those games are pretty cool. They're open world, and, you know, you get to... I think they're okay. And even it's the same studio that's doing Rage 2, and I bet you anything, it's going to be ten times better. Hope hopefully I'm wrong, and hopefully I watch the stuff from Rage 2, and I'm like, oh, my God, I want to pick up this game immediately, even though it's probably not coming out till next year. <laughs> I want this game in my hand. The real reason for conferences is to make you all squirm for games and want them. And you'll have to wait till fall. Right? Act like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. My precious. <laughs> just, just pull on Gollum. Keep yourself locked in your house for like the rest of the year. Oh, oh, not, dude. Most of the people are going to fucking buy that game digitally, dude. I mean... <laughs> That's 
Yeah, yeah, right. You got to have that internet working to be able to download shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get rage too. It's just a receipt that says, oh, sorry, this game doesn't really exist. It, this was just a huge marketing ploy for Just Cause 4. <laughs> we changed the name last second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have I done? You know, pull, pull an Anakin from Star Wars Episode 3. What have I done? <laughs> All right, um, I'm, I'm on number three now, right? Okay, number three, yeah, I gotta give it to, you know what? I'll give it to Sony. No, I'll give it to Ubisoft. I'll give it to Ubisoft. I will tell you why I'm giving it. Splinter Cell. New Splinter Cell, man. Gotta give me that new Splinter Cell. Beyond Good and Evil 2 game I've been waiting for since I was like seven. They're finally doing it. My wild card. Ooh, it, yeah, my wild cards. Uh, Bethesda. Because I think they have the games back it up this year. Now, I could be wrong and I could sit there and watch that conference and be like, wow, this is one of the worst conferences I've ever seen in my life. Even though I'm getting Fallout 76 info, you're giving me nothing else. I'm hoping that's not the case. I hope, and I hope we get like Switch announcements, you know, because Bethesda has been a supporter of the Nintendo Switch for such a long time. I mean, you know, Skyrim is on Switch. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 is coming out in the next couple of weeks. Do you think there's going to be a Fallout 3 remaster? Ooh, man, that's interesting. There could be, actually, because, you see, they, they did the whole teaser slash announcement for 76, but, but in my mind, they're probably saving Fallout 3 for, like, a surprise. Now, I could be fucking wrong, and we're sitting there watching it, and all of a sudden it's like Fallout 76 plus Fallout Shelter Part 2, but... Don't really want to buy Fallout Shelter 2, but if I have to, fuck it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because money, that's why. <laughs> Bethesda, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, it, dude, dude, Bethesda put out. If the game doesn't have Fallout in the title, usually the games don't do that great. Like, Prey didn't sell that many copies. Even though it was a good game, it didn't sell as many copies. Dishonored 2, that franchise is done. It ended with a deal. You know what? Bethesda, your bread and butter has always been Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Do us all a favor. Don't fuck it up. Don't do like an ESO, please, please. I, I, I'm, I'm preaching to uh, probably a million people in the world who are like, we're not gonna pay a subscription base to play a Fallout game online. Got it? Cool. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, and and I, I 
I, I like that Bethesda puts out more than just Elder Scrolls and Fallout, but yeah, I mean, it, it's either they gotta ramp up their marketing department on these games. Like, when a game like Wolfenstein 2 comes out on PS4, Xbox, almost multi-platform, it doesn't sell as many copies as they expect. There's something wrong with your marketing department. You gotta get those guys in check, man, because it seems like they're all just like, oh yeah, if it's not Fallout, we don't have to do the work. It's like, no, you do have to do the work. Or else I'm not gonna buy your fucking game because I don't know it exists, okay? You need to tell me that these games are coming out so that I can buy them. Here at Bethesda, we love our Fallout. We love our Elder Scrolls. What's that other game we make? Prey? On me? What? No, that's sexual harassment. No, it's called Prey. Oh, oh, that game. You dishonored a fool. Why didn't we market this more? I don't know. Because it's not Fallout. Anyways. Sorry for that tangent there. That was pretty funny, though. That, that's literally their marketing department. So what Fallout are we working on today? Oh, I like the, I like the iPhone. We skipped, we skipped 9. We went right to 10. How about Windows? Skips Windows 8, goes to 10. And then... Fallout's like holding my beer. Fallout 4, the Fallout 76. Beat that. Yeah, and with Fallout 76, I mean, they got to, you know what, I think we can transition into the next topic, which is Fallout 76. First, I want to preface this with, at E3, they need to bring out all the stops. Like, they need to convince people this is what they want. Because Fallout 4, despite the amount of people who loved that game, which I know a lot of people, you, my friend Magnus, hell, I think it's a cool game too. I, okay, don't, like, Fallout 4 was either a big hit or a big miss. Here's my thing, I love all Fallouts for their own particular reason. Even though there was a developer that said that, they all had their own physique to them or their own characteristics. And a lot of times when you bring new physics or new engine or a big change, like New Vegas got a lot of hate because it wasn't Fallout 3. I remember that. New Vegas got a bunch of hate. Even the developer that worked on New Vegas and Fallout 4, they experienced hate when they got released because they weren't like the other game. Comment on this. The developers of Fallout 4 did not get as much hate as Obsidian Entertainment, the people who put out New Vegas. You want to know why, though? Because Obsidian, like, they were, they were like, like, that company has been fucked from the beginning, okay? Like, they lost the South Park rights. And it went, and they put it on, and Ubisoft picked them up, and you play that game, and it's like, what, what, what am I playing? This doesn't even feel like the same game, you know? Even though Obsidian developed a good game, they couldn't keep their hands on it, because I think Obsidian knows how to develop games. I just don't think they know the business side of it, to be completely honest with you. But with Fallout 4, like, no matter how divisive that game is with the fan base, people still bought it, man. Like, people still want it. So, yeah, you know, with how divisive that game was, people bought it. You know, people went out and they bought copies in droves, man. Like, like it killed Rise of the Tomb Raider when it came out. Like, I remember that. It came out the same month as Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb Raider was uh, Xbox One exclusive for a little while. 
was an Xbox One exclusive for a little while. And, and yeah, when that game first released, Fallout 4 came out and fucking destroyed it, like nuked it. Like, like it sold, it, Rise of the Tomb Raider still sold copies, but, you know, it was not up to sales expectations. You know, there's that dreaded word, there are those dreaded words, sales expectations. If you don't hit this number, you're a failure. In my mind, it's like, yo, dude, I sold 18,000 copies. That's incredible. That's a success in my mind. But I guess with how much money they put into those games, that company who put out Rise of the Tomb Raider is probably going like, man, we're fucked. <laughs> we got to put this on all consoles next time. I think that fell a lot on Bethesda's marketing for Fallout 4. Yeah. We, we took it back from the city, and this is what we did with Fallout. Here you go, Fallout 4. Let's build settlements together. <laughs> Anyways, um, Fallout 76. My gosh, my feelings when when I they first put up that please stand by screen. And I'm like, okay. First of all, it's in color, multicolor. Clearly, it's a Fallout esque thing. What are they doing? And it's just a blank please stand by screen for it. There was cameos of. Bethesda, and then Todd Howard comes on and is like, I think we waited long enough, and boom, here's a little teaser. A teaser. We couldn't get a full trailer, just a teaser. Starts out with the nice little zoom-out shot of the radio on an old, old first-gen pit boy with a nice peculiar date on the bottom of it. Country roads. Oh, even though it wasn't John Denver's version... It was a cover, but West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home. Yes. Yes. That's a hell of an opening. Fallout 76. I think everyone was like, uh? I think that was literally what came out of my mouth was, uh? Uh, I'm speechless. I wasn't, because... You look at pattern, you know, usually Fallouts don't come out there. It was like seven years between Fallout 4 and, what was that, New Vegas or 3? You know, New Vegas. It was a seven-year gap. And we're like, oh, it's been three years? Maybe. Maybe a three, Fallout 3 remaster. Maybe that's all we're going to get. Fallout 76. Has left a lot of people, a lot of Fallout people with a bunch of speculation in which none of it is confirmed, people. None of it. We don't know if it's multiplayer. But come on, it's Bethesda. They're known for their single-player campaigns. They are about single-player. But I wouldn't mind implementation of maybe a co-op. What do you think? Uh, first off, about uh, the marketing of this game, I think it's very dangerous the way that they're doing this because for one we know nothing about this and like what i said before fallout 4 was very divisive you had you need to grab people and i think for some fans some uh, the majority of them they're like going off into their bunkers and they're they've got you know you know the conspiracy theories up on the wall and stuff like that but they're again yeah, right Right, it's like Netflix is making a murderer, but but instead it's Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> right, 
Yeah, but I think for some fans, I, I think they wanted more. Even though, again, it's just a teaser. They're probably still excited, but they're probably going like, ah, I don't know. Like, that's what I mean when I say they have to come out. They need they need to score, man. Like, if this were a comedy show, they would need to get, like, a ton of laughs, okay? <laughs> All right? They would need to score, okay? Like, you need to get the big laughs. You need to be go like... You, you know, you know, you gotta be like going crazy. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, like if this were a baseball game, if this were a baseball game, you know, you would have to hit a home run with this announcement and with the gameplay footage that you're going to show. And you need that release date, man. You need that release date at the end of that trailer. And if it and if it's 2019, I'll probably be more happy. You know, give them more time to work on it. You know, because I believe if you work on a project for a minimal amount of time, you know, you'll, you'll yield great results. Yeah, sure, the game might be ready to come out now, but, you know, you got to ask yourselves, you know, like, because right now we're already getting into a crowded base. Like, like, if this game is launching, it's going to have to be next month. Because for the next couple of months, it's game release after game release, and this game will get buried. Especially when Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out. In October. And rumor has it, Bethesda is very... Todd Howard has come out and been like, we want to announce the game and be able to release it shortly after, like the quickest, efficient way possible. My friend uh, Daniel said that he read, like, a rumor recently where, th like, they were literally like, yeah, we might release this game. Or somebody was like, Bethesda might release this game next month. July 31st. Amazon may have accidentally maybe um, splurted out the release date. July 31st this year, we're all, like, like a, a month and a half from announcement? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, all of us fall off and I say, <gasps> breathe, breathe. And then I'm like, and then they promptly changed it to December 31st, 2019. And I'm like, okay, so now it's back to just a placeholder. Bethesda, I think, has a lot of surprises up this, their sleeve because they knew last year was a flop. Okay. I, I, I concur with Andrew. There is definitely going to be surprises. But if that fucking Amazon leak was correct, stop leaking games. I don't want to know about these games until E3. Stop this. Walmart Canada, dude, I'm coming after you, okay, man? You ruined half the lineup. You, I think it was like 40-some-odd games they leaked, including Rage 2. Yeah, 40-some-odd games. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, you know, like, like, it, it, these fucking leaks are getting to the point of nonsense, okay? It's becoming a farce, okay? We don't want this, okay? We want to be excited when we go to CE3. We don't want to go in going like, oh, yeah, I know every fucking thing that they're going to show up on stage. You know, I don't want to know this. <laughs> Dead. It was gone. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it was literally like you saw the air in the room just to die. Like, you just saw everybody in the room. 
it's vapor, man. You know, it's vapor. You see it enter the mind, and then you see it just slowly go up into the cosmos and gets set on flames. I, I sound like a mad person right now. Now, what's to say they haven't been actually working on this Fallout 76 since may, maybe before, during Fallout 4 times? I also heard speculation that Fallout 76 was on the platform. They were testing what multiplayer was like on Fallout 4. That's probably why the engine looks the same. Maybe slightly improved. But people, let me remind you, this is all speculation. We don't know any facts about Fallout 76. Fallout 76 is merely a wild card that none of us were expecting. We were thinking, oh, it's going to be a remaster, maybe a, a computer game. But then they're like, Fallout 76, and all of us are like, uh? Right. Here's what I've got to say to that, okay? When this game gets a gameplay trailer, and you're not, or actual gameplay. I'm thinking that they're probably going to show like 12 minutes of gameplay, at least maybe 10. Who knows? It, 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 I know they aren't going to devote the entire conference to this, okay? Because they've got rage too. Yeah, but it, you know, you're going to get a significant amount of time to look at the game. You're going to get hell, maybe even 15 minutes. But here's what I've got to say: if you don't like what you see, guess what? You don't have to buy it. Nobody is telling you to go out to buy it. If you're going to whine and complain, oh, this isn't my fallout, then guess what? Yeah, you, you personally don't need to go out and buy it. You don't. Nobody is fucking taking you by your hand. Yeah, nobody is for, it, nobody's forcing you at gunpoint to buy this game, okay? I did go there because... Oh, he nailed that on the head for all you whiny crybabies all over Reddit. This isn't my fallout. This better not be. Maybe change is good. Because you know what happens to games that don't change or don't change, you know, in some aspects? They go stale. They die. Yeah, you know, it's like you've got to let these developers, these designers, you've got to let these people do their thing. And if you don't like it, guess what? to buy it. Guess what? There's the door. You don't have to buy it. Exactly, you know, yeah, you know, it's kind of like when you go to see, like, a sequel to a movie or something. If you don't like it, guess what? There's it's like other people behind you in their seats who did like it. Don't ruin their fun. Don't ruin their fun. You know, that's, that's my whole thing. You see, that's what E3 is all about, you know? It's about getting us gamers together to talk. Not yell and scream at each other like we're five-year-old babies. Right, right, yeah. 
Right, right. This is what it, this is how us gamers will get made fun of, guys. If we're yelling and screaming off the top of our lungs, is the way it's supposed to be. It's like, shut up. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it, yeah. It's like, be quiet, guys. Okay, let these guys show you that they can make a good game. Think of all the hard work that the developers have put in. I mean, consider that, like, they're taking a huge gamble. Releasing any game uh, doesn't mean the game's going to be successful. And these people, blood, sweat, and tears, and illustrators, artists, sound techs, programming, all sorts of stuff goes into a game that we don't see. We just get to enjoy. Maybe instead of being so quick to judge, first of all, people, it was a teaser. We can speculate the crap out of a teaser. You can pinpoint and pause it and be like, look, there's the data on the Pip-Boy. Yes, it's the first-gen Pip-Boy. I think we figured out the location. It's the earliest fallout. And is it going to be multiplayer? We don't know. You base that on the board game on the table? There was five players on there? Hmm. Are they doing a Destiny thing with their fallout? I don't know. It's all speculation, and that's why I'm excited for Sunday, 5.30 Arizona time, y'all. Just so y'all know. What Bethesda is bringing to the table, but uh, we don't. We probably shouldn't brew on this speculation pot for too long. And, yeah, I just have one more thing to say about this. You know, it's like if I hear that there's a boycott going around for this game, I'm gonna like cry. It's like you guys, you know, you you don't have to boycott the company. If you don't like the game, don't buy. Game! That's all I have to say on Fallout. Now can I, can I go into Arrested Development? I'm excited for Fallout 6. 76, did I say 6? Wow. Wow. Fallout 76, my bad, y'all. Arrested Development Season 5. What you got me, Tyler? Man, first thing I gotta say with Arrested Development Season 5, Ron Howard doing the narration on that show, it, it, it's awesome. I love hearing that guy's voice on everything. You know, like, like that guy can make anything funny. Like, the narration on that show is just on point. But, all right, so Arrested Development Season 5. Uh, didn't think we were going to get it this year. They were being very secretive with it, you know. Exactly. It, 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 how, to be honest with you, I, I never find in a million years you can get a season five after the abysmal season four. It, it, yes, that's right, guys. I said it. Abysmal. It, it, yeah. It, 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 no, my mom didn't even watch season four. She walked out of the room. She was like, I'm done. After, after one episode, one 30-minute episode, half an hour, couldn't grab her attention. And that was when I knew, man, I just made a horrible mistake putting this on. But I watched all 13 of those episodes, and guess what? It was fucking terrible. It was the worst comedy. I, it, I <laughs> They were trying to be a comedy. I don't know, man. I laughed a couple of times, I will say that. There were a couple of jokes. Like, just in the first episode, the, one of the main characters is in Phoenix, and he's not used to the extreme hot weather, and he touches the handle to a cab to get into it, and the dude is like, don't touch that handle, and he's like, oh, God damn. 
<laughs> you know, he burns his hand. I thought that was kind of funny. It, it, I don't know, but I still thought that joke. <laughs> but yeah, I still thought that joke was pretty funny. But overall, it was not a great season because they forgot what made Arrested Development Arrested Development, which was the family. Because they did the thing where they separated everybody, and and basically this was like season four was the first show that was written specifically with binging in mind. So if you didn't watch all those episodes in a direct order of each other, you you were fucked. Like you were missing story beats and stuff. And yeah, I think it just kind of ruined it. So we get to season five, right? Brilliant marketing on Netflix's part. They drop a trailer literally four weeks before the fucking thing is about to go up on Netflix. And guess what? The trailer, basically, basically they did the smartest thing I think you could have possibly have done. Have the family together in the same room and make it about the family. And guess what? That's what they put in that marketing. So, of course, my ass got extremely excited. I was like, oh my god, it's Arrested Development! It's, a, it's the original Arrested Development! It's, it's back, guys! We've got classic Arrested Development. And then I watched the first episode of Season 5. And they start talking about Season 4 stuff. There's even a scene that is entirely a scene from Season 4 that I thought was new. But no, it was a scene, it, like, I, I guess I... I'll just say a character gets punched, okay? I won't reveal who punches who, but a character gets punched. And it's a pretty big deal when this happens. I thought it was season five material, but no, this was... Basically, almost the entire first episode is all season four material. Getting you caught up. So, you know that skip recap thing on Netflix? Guess what? They don't give you that option because the whole first episode is a recap. Everybody, that's what you get. And then we get to uh, season, so we get to episode two, and it's still season four stuff, but then at, at the end, you get the whole family together. And then from then on, you get mostly new material. And I will say this, it's fun. I like Arrested Development. I still think it's funny, but I feel like we're at that point now where, one, I think after this, you don't give this another season. I think you either do the wrap-up movie like you said you were going to do two decades ago, when it was on Fox Searchlights. Kind of, yeah. I mean, just, like, just, it's ready for closure. Especially with the fact that Netflix only released eight of the episodes, which I feel like is kind of cheating people. Like, this is a show where you need all the episodes. Yeah, and we gotta wait till some indefinite time this year. Um, all right. Well, I guess my my recommendation is if you want to watch Arrested Development, just watch the first three seasons first. Skip season four and watch a uh, uh, season five, basically. Or season five, part A, as I'm calling it. So, you know, hey, if you have a Netflix subscription, fuck it. You know, yeah, just go for it. You know, it's a good watch. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, don't dive into it. So, uh, on next week's episode, I know I'm 
me and my friend Ulysses are checking out the horror movie Hereditary. It's a new A24 horror movie. Really excited about that. I'll have comments on that. And uh, E3, you know, we're going to be in the thick of it. You know, it's going to be like a war zone, dude. It's going to be news daily. It, it, dude, dude, there will even be news that isn't in the conferences that we will just get. So, all right, guys. So, you know, I, I hope we were able to keep you you know, occupied, and uh, yeah, talk to you next week. Thanks again for joining uh, joining us here at Anything and Everything Drew, and I think next week I'll probably be discussing the full-on release of Fallout 76 from E3, what they bring out. I'll probably be talking a lot about that, just to fair warn you. I will be all over that conference, especially Bethesda. And thanks again for joining us, and any comments... Please message in, chime in, and we will also be developing um, some social media platforms so you all can communicate with us there too. Um, thanks again. All have a great day.